previously, Chapter 9, two days had passed while Frank and Charlie pumped their police in dark web contacts to find out info on Charlie's grandparents. They discovered that William and Anna Connor were false identities for two people who immigrated to the U.S. from Germany in 1935. They find the great-grandparents lived in West Virginia. The group arranges a meeting with Mr. Gray at the top of the World Club. Frank is followed there by a van. He tells Mr. Gray who decides to have Frank meet with the Rookwoods, who are all vampires. Frank goes with Josh Rookwood in the van, while Gray follows along invisibly. Abraham Rookwood threatens Frank's family and offers blood slavery. After they return to the club, Mr. Gray offers blood slavery, but uh, with better terms. He calls it blood agency, including a contract whereby he agrees to protect the family on behalf of the Camarilla. Frank drinks Gray's blood and immediately becomes loyal to him uh, and also gains a measure of vitality and uh, paranormal strength. He goes back to Olivia's apartment to tell them he's working for Gray, who will protect the family. So it is the next morning. It's What is the date, Anthony? And day? It is Friday. Uh, Friday the... I think it's the 26th, I think, officially. Okay. Uh, 2010, February, Friday the 26th. Okay. By any chance, does your calendar already have the full moons on it? Uh, I, can, I know there's not one close because you had one like the previous week. I can figure that out real quick. Okay. If it's not an urgent thing, but if you want to do that between now and next week, just so we can keep up with it. All uh, right. So it's the next morning. Uh, you all wake up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Oliver, you probably wake up first since you're outside in a hammock and also you're kind of a nature boy. Um, but everyone, Charlie is not there. Uh, he left in the middle of the night. Uh, but the rest of you, what are you, how do you wish to proceed? Well, if I'm up by myself, um, I would probably go uh, for a morning jog. And potentially find a park to go meditate. Okay. You can do that oh, without difficulty. Quote, meditate. You can do that without difficulty. Um, have you ever been a meditator before? Have you ever been involved in that? No, but I figured that um, probably during my little little research that I have done to with anger issues is probably. Gone to like doing yoga and meditation and like breathing exercise. I'm probably just you know it's <laughs> early days YouTube, so I'm still you know, listening to those idiots. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm basically basing it off of. Well, let's say that you find a quiet place in the park, uh, and uh, you uh, after your run, you sit down and try to figure out what a lotus position is. Because uh, you've seen enough TV for that, uh, and you try to meditate. Uh, roll resolve plus composure. I have those things. Zero successes, and I have a failure in there. Um. Uh, all right. You don't have to make it a botch. You don't get any benefits from it. Uh, do you want to take a botch? I'm good for now. Okay. Uh. You, there's too much noise. There's people running around. Um, traffic noises. A very obnoxious squirrel, apparently. Uh, and so frustrated with yourself. Uh, uh, but since you didn't take a botch, you don't get any rage from frustration. Uh, and you go back to uh, Olivia's place just in time to see your father pull up. Well, hey, Charlie. You... Good night's sleep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fitting so well. Um, come on, I'll uh, I'll make some coffee. I guess. What? 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 Where are we going? What's happening? We're going into my apartment. Why? Why? <laughs> to discuss, I guess, more of what happened last night. Olivia probably just got up and went and sat on her balcony of her but is just trying to still take in everything that's been happening. 
Okay. So I, I guess I'll I'll wash up and start making a pot of coffee for whoever else wants it. That's Wisp plus Crash, by the way. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so who wants to start talking about what happened last night? Is Frank even awake? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I would have. So, Frank, what can you tell us about what happened last night? Well, I uh, uh, in front of the Rookwoods, like I was going to, pretty well. But Gray, well, they they took me back to their place. They Gray was hiding you? out. Uh. Yeah, well, I I think I sort of wanted to go, but once I got there, uh, old man Rookwood, an offer fused. Go to work for. I didn't. He threatened. I told him. I think about it. Let me go. So, you are now basically the same thing that Aunt Rivera is to him. I work for. You work for Mr. Gray. <clears throat> yes. Oh, so you signed like a contract? I did. Okay. Well, it it guarantees our safety from the Rookwood if we don't screw up. I can't impress on everybody, Charlie and all, how important it is that we don't screw up. So, what is he having you do if he's got Aunt Rivera doing some research, you know, I guess using your police contact, maybe? I'm his point man. Police. But I thought he said he already had some point men in the police department already. Well, the Rookwoods have more. And these are the same guys from the uh, the uh, Betamax tape we watched, right? Yeah, that's them. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, if the Roke Rokewoods offered you and offered you something, and then Mister Gray offered you. And, you know, you took Mr. Gray's. What does that mean with the... Um... It's going to react to knowing that you didn't take their deal, but took Mr. Gray's. They're going to be pissed. I come back from making my coffee and go, what the hell did I just hear? And I've <laughs> probably made very powerful enemies for the rest of my life, but I have an even more... Patron. Patron, not ominous at all. The only way I saw to work that. And Mr. Gray can ensure like trays and Hannah? Hannah's the daughter, right? Your children's safety? So what's that mean for us at large? Just keep your noses break their their little you know, secret that they have, he won't protect you. So wait, is, um, are the Rookwoods the people that Mr. Gray came Is that why he was so willing to follow along with you and wants to use you as like an inside man? Yeah, I think he would like to find a, they've been sloppy. I wonder if they were the ones who, um, messed up Jake's memory alteration. I still got to talk to Mr. Gray about. Surprised. So anyway, that's where that's. Hopefully now we can all get back to. Uh, what time is it in game? Is it after nine? Uh, we just woke up, so it can be whatever time. Uh, storyteller's choice. Yeah. I right, uh, will say uh, y'all something a little bit. It's around nine thirty. Uh, Frank, uh, you get a phone call. From whom is it from? Uh, 
numbers for the police department. It's one of the police department numbers. All right. Jones. Uh, all right. Who is your superior officer? You can be anyone. Just give me a name. Uh, Sergeant Wilson. All right. Hey, this is Ellison. Uh, good morning, Jones. Sorry to call you while you're off. Um, are you free today around lunch? Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, well, get yourself cleaned up and, uh, get your uniform pressed. You have a meeting with the chief of police at noon. Okay. I'll be there. Did you do anything wrong while you were off? Because I don't know what it's about. Uh, no. Actually, I didn't. Okay. Well, then maybe it's good news. Sure. So how are you and the family doing? Are they doing better? I think so. Glad to hear it, and look forward to having you back soon. I hope. I hope I'll be back soon. And he hangs up. All right. Well, I better go make sure all my uniform. All right, that sounds interesting. Um, Didn't you say that um, the Rookwoods have more connections in the police department than even Mr. Gray? Do you Is this a trap? Oh, no, they're not going to do anything to me until I'm supposed to meet with them. When are you supposed to meet with them? Sometime tonight, I go to the club, and Gray and I go. Mr. Gray and I see him. Would it be helpful to have some backup? Nope. I think it would be a very bad idea. <laughs> it's like exactly something Brooke and Char or Olivia and Charlie do. <laughs> if you hide under the car, right in. And <laughs> Pop me in the truck. I'm right, gonna. Um, I better get back to my place. And get myself ready for a meeting. Uh, call me. If okay, we'll call you if anything comes up, and you keep us updated. I will. So, Charlie, how are you feeling? Like I didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> and 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 like it sounds like while I was asleep, the family got themselves in just a load of shit. Now, didn't they? Well, we were just going over the events from last night that um that Frank went through. You haven't missed anything. I didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> we don't because we don't know what really happened. Right. You know, it's he 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 pledged some kind of allegiance to, to Mr. Gray. It sounds like he did exactly what Aunt Rivera did. You know, just act just a. So, you know, it doesn't seem like it's, you know, just like a work contract thing is what it sounds like. I don't think we have to be concerned. Uh, don't you go get any ideas. Listen here, Olivia. <laughs> Someone in this family has to be not screwed up. Yeah. It's obviously not the rest of us. He said he needed a live-in nanny. <laughs> I, I, I have... My job starts on Monday. If it doesn't go up, maybe. Oh, wait, Frank, what is your rank? Are you just an officer? Yeah, I think so. We we agreed. I wasn't. <laughs> I couldn't quite make. So yeah, I would say. I would definitely say that. I guess we just need to lay low and figure out. You know. Charlie, what you need to figure out to get back to Howard, I could potentially help. Um, unless we need any more information about, well, we do need to figure out where our hair, fully where yeah. our heritage comes from. I mean, I don't think now's a good time to take the road trip to Kentucky, where their birthplace was, until we know what's going on with Frank fully. Um, or go to West Virginia on. Or where other grandparent? Well, oh, what was it? West Virginia, Michigan, where they were born. Were born. Wasn't it Kentucky where the um, where they lived? I thought it was where their identity was formed. 
No, they're buried in. I think I think I said it was West Virginia just because that was closer to where you were. Um, okay. I may have said Kentucky at one point, but I changed it. But remember, they didn't actually have any real connection. Yeah. Right. But I think we said so that uh, um, one grandparent was born in Kentucky, the other one was born in Michigan, and they're buried in just for, like, as you said, um, to not derail anything, they're buried in West Virginia. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Gray seems like he can give us the answers, but we'd have to have some way closer <clears throat> connection to him for that, and I don't think we're ready to commit to that yet. So we're going to have to find another route to figure that out then. Um, <clears throat> so what was another task that we were given or that? Um, broadly speaking, uh, Gray wants uh, Rivera to research, get anything she can pertaining to um, the e Egyptian goddess Amanet, who, according to the, uh, uh, videotapes that you have not bothered to tell Gray about yet uh, may be a mummy who has risen. Oh yeah, that's mildly concerning. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of deviated. Oh, I mean, you know, uh, listen, it's been a crazy couple of days. Let's all be honest here. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. Um, do we know... I don't remember the, the, the dead man's name who got shot outside of the bar. Um, he supposedly was supposed to meet Mr. Gray to give the tape to him. Um, do we do we know where he lives? I mean, we stole his wallet. Have we checked out his... Hey, y'all checked out his place, uh, and yeah. you cleaned out his storage unit, and that's where Charlie got all the other tapes from. Yeah. Yeah, like Charlie did all that. And, uh... Yeah, that's all taken care of, and we got all the rest of Betamax tapes. And then his name was James Colvin, by the way. James uh, John Doe One. <laughs> you don't have any. His name was Mac Guffin. Olivia may just go to town and buy some supplies for her first day of work. Okay. Just some domestic things. She hasn't done that in a while. Soothe her troubled mind. Yeah. Get your fingernails done, pamper yourself, that sort of thing. Definitely not that. She uh she hikes, she does not do that, but she wants to, you know, maybe go get some new hiking supplies, things like that. Go by REI. <laughs> probably um gonna try and find some like nice, like actual wooden arrows, uh, because she's like still panicked about the supernatural stuff and thinks, you know, like maybe a wooden arrow. Maybe some silver finding. See if there's some supernatural occult thing that sells silver bullets for her gun. She's I am. A lot of those. I am wounded. What? Not for you. Not yet, you're not. But I mean, like you know, somebody like Howard, who's evil, comes out. That's a, you know mentally prepped. Now she doesn't know what lives in the forest since there was a whole. She essentially is doomsday prepping for her first day of work. Um, wanting like wooden arrows. Uh. And seeing if she can find silver bullets without sounding crazy when she goes to the worm. Nope. Don't forget holy water. What, since she, the woods she thought she knew so well, uh, she does not know. Um, does, does she mention this to Charlie? No. No, she does not. Okay. Just well, talking. No one in any of my games ever talks to anyone else about their plans. I just say I'm going shopping for work. Okay. Um, roll your intelligence plus firearms. I got a success. You got more than I thought. I was uh, that's enough for you to know that, like, maybe if you went online and uh, and found some place that made movie props or something like that, or just some weird occult craftsman, you could be maybe order some silver bullets. But no, there's no place in town that makes silver bullets. Yeah, that's fair. Well, then otherwise, she's just going to be buying hiking supplies, like, uh, you know, provisions, like good snacks and things that she can take on her first trip out. That's cool. Uh, uh, how high is your firearms? 
Uh, I just have one dot in it so far. Okay, so, so you are not qualified to make your own bullets. Um, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, anyone else have any plans for this morning? Uh, lay low for me. Um, I, I might send a message out to the tribe for to see about a meeting, just me, and see what I get back. So I know it might take a couple days for that message to get back. So, okay, uh, we will get back to that. Uh, did you get eight hours of sleep last night? Uh, yeah, we we, we did, did that. We did. Uh, then roll resolve plus composure, both of you. Uh, if you get any successes, you lose one rage. If you get five or more, uh, you get two. Uh, don't get a dramatic failure. Oh, no. You said resolve composure? Yes. This might be why Charlie woke up uh, grumpy. <laughs> Zero successes for me, but no failures. Okay. Yeah, so that's why you were grumpy and in an ill mood and couldn't uh, meditate. Uh, what is your rage now? It's like a four, I think, isn't it? Yes, it's four. Um, let's see. I, like daughter, like father, um, have become slightly paranoid. Well, I was already paranoid, actually. Really, really paranoid. Uh, but now that I know that there is uh, some semblance, you know, some, some reason for my paranoia, I am not wrong. Um, I am going to, uh, use my contacts, um, in the conspiracy community and, uh, the police to try and get some, uh, see if there's someone out there who, who makes ammo at home, um, and try and get some exotic, uh, nine millimeter rounds. Uh, perhaps capped with, say, silver, <laughs> or maybe wood. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about wooden bullets. You would need a lot of successes uh, for that. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I roll it. That's going to be um, wits plus occult plus your contacts. Okay. Uh, should I use police or crazy people for contact? Uh, crazy. Those are, crazy th people. Those are crazy different. People. All right. They are not mutually exclusive, but I understand what you mean. <laughs> Four successes. Jesus. You got more silver okay. bullets. Um, Bob Seeger drinking a Coors Light. Okay. Uh, well, this is interesting. Um, there is a guy on the uh, you find on the internet through your connections. You kind of delicately broach the topic of uh, exotic ammunition, uh, including the possibility of silver ammunition. And you find that there's a guy who makes custom uh, weaponry, both uh, custom bullets and uh, uh, melee weapons. He's a professional blacksmith uh, and a gunsmith. Um, and he lives, by a shocking coincidence, uh, in the same town in West Virginia uh, where your parents lived their whole lives. Oh, well, not your parents. I'm sorry, your, parents, your, uh, your grandparents. Grandparents. Not well. yet, so we will call it, we'll say Haywood, West Virginia. All right. For somebody who d doesn't want us to derail and go to this location, you're giving us incentive to go to this location. Not only going to this location, I just didn't want you to drive all the way to New York. Um, I need to make a trip. I need a car. I don't have a car. Frank's gone. <laughs> My car's Frank destroyed. Frank I'll call Olivia. <laughs> hey, Olivia, what are you doing? Uh, just, just some, just some shopping, you know, getting ready for the first day of work. That's great. Uh, I'm gonna go pick up some exotic ammo. You want to go with me? I need a ride. You know, oddly enough, that is exactly. Uh, I, I definitely will be down. 
Yeah. It's not a short ride. It's about four hours. There we go. We can do that. Turnaround trip. Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I, I'm going to get the last of my stuff and then swing by to get Charlie. Okay. Anybody else going with you? This, this sounds like something that the two of us would get into. Little daddy daughter bonding. Uh, anybody else because we apparently like to get into shit. Okay. Alright, uh, we will pass over that then and come back to you in about <laughs> five hours. Um, okay. Uh, a little before noon, Frank, uh, you show up uh, at uh, police headquarters uh, in, your, uh, in your official dress uniform. Uh, stop and say hello to, to some of your buddies. Uh, Why how do you feel your relations are with your coworkers? Do you get along with everybody, or do they sort of um, look too funny, or what? Uh, <clears throat> well, say, I'll say that I have, there are about three people in the force that I'm actually friends with, fond of, and along very well with. Most of them I get along okay with. Close, a few, yeah, kind of a bell curve. Okay. Well, you stop and say hello to the people you're friends with, and they all um, tell you they hope you get back soon. They don't know all the details. They know there was some incident with your family. Uh, you make your way to the top floor uh, for your meeting with the chief of police. Um, I need to write some names down real fast. Okay, uh, it's the chief of police, and uh, there are two detectives in there who you know by reputation but haven't dealt with much. Uh, they are uh, Detectives Gallagher and Thompson. Um, you know they're detectives, but you, you rarely see them around. Uh, they both look at you. Um, well, roll your wits plus empathy and see if you know how they look at you. I know this empathy thing of speak, but... Nope. Uh, you and them are going to be best friends. Um, uh, the uh, chief invites you to sit down. Um, there is sort of, sort of a weird vibe in the room that you don't, but you don't have any context on what's about. Um, but the uh, chief says, um, "Thanks for coming, um, Officer yes, Jones." I wanted to bring you in to discuss uh, a potentially a new role for you in uh, the police department. Uh, your name has come highly recommended to us. Um, it's the Special Incident Task Force. Um, both Detective Gallagher and Detective Thompson uh, are assigned to it presently, uh, but uh, there's been an opening for a new position because to give them backup, uh, opened up just last night, in fact. Uh, and uh, so I'm happy to uh, inform you that effective immediately, you are transferred to the Special Incident Task Force, which will be accompanied by a uh, promotion to the rank of sergeant. Uh, you are uh, will be entitled to wear plain clothes, except for situations where uh, dress uniform is required. Um, you'll have to get together with Gallagher and Thompson to discuss scheduling. Uh, the task force keeps odd hours. I'm sure you understand. Yes, sir. Uh, I do have one question. Course. What is the special task? He gives you uh, kind of a sour look uh, and says uh, Gallagher and Thompson can fill you in on all the details, but a Mr. Gray informed us that you would be the ideal candidate for this opening. Yes, sir. I'll do my best, sir. And Gallagher, uh, right, uh, you'll come with us. We'll go to my office and talk about what the task force does. 
Okay. And you follow them down. Their office is in the basement. Um, you, it, it's very out of the way. In fact, it's odd because you're pretty sure you have walked by this down this corridor before, and you don't remember this office being here. This was a uh, but they go inside, and uh, there's only two desks, but uh, they inform you that they'll get another one in here <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> and uh, you come in, and uh, Thompson closes the door, uh, and then, well, this is odd. He, uh, uh, from a uh, small bowl near the door, he pulls out a piece of chalk, and he traces some weird marking on the back of the door. All right, have a seat, Jones. Hey. All right, let's cut to the chase. Uh, Sam and I work for the Rookwoods. You work for Gray. And that's fine. We're all on the same team. I have want to assure you, I'm sure you are probably a bit nervous being around us. This whole situation takes getting used to. Uh, but we're all on the same team. Uh, even though you're working for a different faction, uh, we're not going to stab you in the back, and we hope you're not going to stab us in the back. Now, we're not going to tell you anything that the Rookwoods don't want us to tell you, and I assume Gray will give you the same instructions, because that's how this game is played. Primarily, our job is to keep an eye on... The, the weird shit in town. Uh, keep it covered up when we can. And when we can't, we call in our superiors and let them handle it. Said how much weird shit happened here anyway? Not as much as in bigger cities, but this is kind of at a crossroads. Uh, we got a lot of woods here, which means we got occasionally have problems with werewolves and other were things. Keep a tight lid on Knoxville. Normally, they don't uh, even tolerate the presence of any of the vampires. Uh, but they, well, they make an exception for Mr. Gray. Uh, and so as long well, as like, he's in like town. Like you said, we're all on. Sorry, what? And like you say, we're all on the same. Hmm. Uh, I, sure, I sure hope so. Uh, but uh, if there are any vampires other than uh, him, or other than Greg, uh, we are to find out what we can about them. Um, if they seem safe to approach, we do so and inform them that they will need to uh, get in touch with the local authorities. They'll know what that means. Um, if they are, well, I'll spell it out. Some vampires are crazy as fuck and are bloodthirsty monsters. Uh, if it's one of them, then uh, if we can take them down by day, we do that. Uh, if not, then we uh, call the Rookwoods. Or, in your case, you call your, your boss. And you do think he was about to say something other than boss there. Yeah. So any questions so far? Comes with a pay raise. Uh, and oh, and out of character, uh, you get one free dot of police status while you are on this task force. I guess I'd, uh, I'd better get out and do some shopping in clothes. Uh, so how much do you know about the weird shit? You know, obviously, you know, vampires exist. And you don't seem terribly shocked to know that there are werewolves. This is all, all very new to me. I'm sure it'll take me some time to get used to it, but I am surprised. Well, we I've don't exactly have uh, a, uh, an orientation manual, uh, but uh, there are some files we're authorized to show you that do not leave this office. Um, that will give you the basics. But for right now, you got the rest of the day off. Uh, if anything comes up, uh, we all get to set our own hours. Uh, there are systems in place that let us know when uh, there's something that demands our attention. Um, 
if you get bored and you know want to actual do actual normal police work, you're allowed to uh, just let us know and we'll tell you the procedure for that. Um, but otherwise, uh, and he makes a point of getting your cell phone number. Um, keep yeah. your cell phone handy and uh, stay out of trouble. You watch our back, we'll watch yours. And uh, let the vampires handle their politics among themselves. Sounds good to me. And then um, Tompkins, the other, or Thompson, the other one, looks at you funny and says, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, does, does Gray have a mark for you? Uh, I really can't, uh, really can't talk about details. Fair enough. Uh, but just so you know, um, he rolls up his sleeve and there is, uh, a very small tattoo that looks like a barcode. Uh, it says, anyone in town who's got that mark on them somewhere, uh, they work for the Ropeways. There's probably about 20 of us in all. We don't, you know, have a weekly meeting or anything. Not sure how I'm supposed to go about seeing that mark on anybody, but... Well, I'm just saying if somebody... Uh, if you identify yourself as being on the task force and someone surreptitiously shows you their barcode, then you know who you're dealing with. All right. I hope you like diffuse some situations. That's always good to good to have in your pocket. See you later, Jones. Yeah, I'll get the hell out of there. Actually, I'll poke my head back in. Is there a key to this door or anything that I need to have to? Oh, yeah, they, they give you that okay. uh, access to it. Um, oh, and he also gives you a, uh, a, he takes a post-it note and draws out that sigil that he chalked on the door. Uh, he says, uh, this does a thing. I don't understand it, but if you're in here uh, and you draw that on the door and chalk, then uh, no one will notice the place or hear anything that's going on inside, or really pay attention to it at all. But you have to redo it every time the door opens. Like Very now, useful. if you just open the door and stick your head back in. So thanks for that. Yeah, sorry. All right. Thank you, fellas. All right. Where are you going after that? I am going to... Uh, I'm first going to go to... Uh, my locker had changed out of the suit and clothes. And then I have to go check. Did I ever, I'll assume that my, my car got towed left of my truck to town. Uh, I mean, what did you do? Did you call your insurance company or what? I, I imagine I did. It well, what did you tell them since the car has in fact disappeared? Did you report stolen or what? Oh, it disappeared. I thought it was crushed. In. Oh, I, I can't. I, well, no. Uh, Howard got rid of the ones that were demolished. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, lake. yeah. It was uh, stolen while I reported. Stolen while I was up at the uh, the park. My point is, I need to go see about getting. All right, uh, Luke, girl, higher low. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, tell me, higher low. Hi. Um. It'll take them a couple of weeks to get that processed, uh, and they'll need to see a police report. Have you made a police report? Do it now. I'll report it here. Okay. You can get that process started, but you will not immediately be able to get a new car. Well, I, I mean, I can still buy a new car. Oh, if you have the, you have the money for it, then yeah. Well, actually, no, I don't have any resources, so <laughs> I don't have any money at all. We have two ex-wives. Yeah. Child support's a bitch. You should join a men's rights organization. Well, I'll go buy a bus pass and get to work. In uh, you have... Oh, you, now you just got a raise, uh, and you do sort of have a sugar daddy, so to speak. <laughs> hey, I'm not too proud. Well, after, after I've done all that, I'll, I'll go home and I'll think about what I'll do. Uh, okay. 
Bonnie and Clyde over there. Um, let's see. Oliver and Rivera, y'all have been left alone, abandoned by your family. Uh, do y'all want to do anything for the rest of the day, or do you just want to wait for the phone call that you'll probably get from Charlie <laughs> and Olivia where they're screaming in the background? Um, I assume they did exactly what they said, and they did not tell us anything at all. So... I guess I'm just going to have to throw a party at Olivia's apartment. <laughs> um, no, Does Oliver have any friends who would come to a party? No. Um, no, not at all. Um, no, I'd probably just continue to hang low and um, probably just watch some more YouTube videos on how to properly meditate because I'm, I'm apparently doing it wrong. Uh, Rivera, what are you doing today? Anything? I don't think a whole lot other than just some passive research looking into Amunet a little bit more to try to give Mr. Gray something when he finally does call me. But I know I've done okay. a lot of research on her already, so... Okay. Um, Alright, so... We are um, our before, before we get into anything, uh, me and um, can I say before, like when we started the drive, that I sent out some messages to my fellow guide contacts um, to see if they've been noticing anything lately. And which contacts are these? Nature guides. So, like fellow people who are out in the woods. Like I just want to check with them since that's kind of been my where my paranoia has been. It's been um, so just, like, if they've noticed anything weird. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, tell me, high or low? Um, low. Okay. Um. I like that I can't see it. What information would you like to get? Really just, like, if any of the nature guides have noticed any, since Olivia, you know, after even growing up in the woods, never knew there was a whole like weird nature commune where werewolves lived. She just wants to know if her fellow nature guides have come across anything um, odd or like weird that's been going on out in the forest lately when people have been out um, doing guides. Uh, um... And I did it before when we started going so that, you know, I'd have like five hours to get responses. Okay. Uh, um, Let me ask you this. Which would you prefer, no news or bad news? Probably bad news, so she can prepare herself. Okay. Um, Let's see. There were, over the last 10 years, uh, there have been about five uh, or so hikers who have gone missing in the woods uh, in the general vicinity of um, well, somewhere in the neighborhood of either the cabin or uh, Frank's shack. Not Frank's, I'm sorry, uh, Howard's shack. Um, so you have no way of knowing whether Frank ate them or whether the cabin did? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Um, we can continue now. She just wanted to check on seeing if there was anything, you know, currently out in the woods. Things that she didn't know about. Howard, she's not so stressed about the cabin. And, you know, she'll worry about that later. Oh. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Y'all left around 10. Uh, around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, you find your way to the shitty little hick town of Hanley, West Virginia. Um, population 703. And, uh, let's see. Uh, there is a, this is alarming, a primitive Baptist church um, that has uh, a cemetery, and that's where both your grandparents are buried. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to swing by in there before we go get the bullets uh, and say, Charlie, isn't the, this the place where, um, our, well, your, your grandparents, my great-grandparents are buried? Maybe we should... See if they're tombstones. You know, if there's anything suspicious here. What do you think? Sure. All right. 
uh, go up in the cemetery then. Did we bring yeah. a shovel? Well, we're not gonna unbury them. I just, you know, want to see their tombs. See, I don't know. Just check it out. We're not gonna. It's broad daylight, Charlie. Uh, I mean, it's sure. broad daylight. Okay. I would have helped dig if I was there. <laughs> he also probably would have stopped them. <laughs> Bastards. That's <laughs> fantastic. Olivia wouldn't have survived a four-hour car ride with the Yes, we'll we'll go we'll go inspect the uh, the the graves or anything. Okay. Suspicious. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, we said that the grandparents died in a car wreck. Yes. Yep. And that was in. 1966. Again, you were able to find a withered uh, stone grave in in the uh, uh, graveyard behind this little country church. Uh, and it says, it's very simple, it says, uh, William Connor, Anna Connor, and then a death date of uh, August 8th, uh, 1966. And that's it. There's uh, there's no other markings. It's very plain. Uh, no other markings of any kind. Okay. Well, we see the tombstones. We know they're here. I, I'm going to investigate the tomb, the, the headstones. I'm my my paranoia runs deep at this point. Uh, I I I think just in case. I don't know. Secret secret passages. We found we found a basement to some alternate dimension in a cabin somewhere. So. <laughs> Who's who's to say at this point? If there's nothing there, there's nothing there. But I'm gonna try. Three successes. What? Jesus, how do you do that? Well, I'm rolling five with nine again. So. Oh yeah. Um. You find a magical portal to Atlantis. Uh, huh. no, awesome. Really. Uh, not really. Uh, you find. Nothing at all about the grave that's unusual. Uh, it's poorly tended, uh, very weathered. Uh, it's at the very edge of the graveyard. Um, most of the uh, gravestones, like they'll have you know, birth dates. Uh, and they'll also have, you know, like some like a, some Bible verse or something, or mm-hmm. at least some type of ornamentation. Uh, this is just the plainest thing you could get. Hmm. Interesting. Well. And and then you hear a voice behind you and a crotchety old uh, voice say, Can I help you out? I will slowly turn around. Olivia uh, jumps. It, it is an old man um, uh, wearing overalls over a somewhat dingy plaid shirt. Uh, and uh, a John Deere cap. He looks like he's probably around 70 or 80, uh, but he identifies himself as uh, um, Grady Johnson. He's the uh, caretaker here. I, uh, yeah, I, I will extend my, health, so my hand to Grady, introduce myself. Well, he wipes his hand off on his overalls and shakes yours. It's a little bit dirty, but not too bad. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's just uh, it's Charlie. I was coming to uh, to visit my grandparents' grave. Never been out here before, so I was in the neighborhood. Thought I'd stop by. Uh, You're in the neighborhood of Henley. Actually, almost it is kind of off the beaten track. I mean, y'all were you were on a two lane state highway for the last hour, um, but well. I didn't, I didn't don't recall anyone ever coming to visit this grave. Yeah. Did uh, you know them? Did you, by chance? Maybe? Probably not. I don't know how age works. <laughs> did you, did you right, know um, a car accident? Uh, he gives you kind of a funny look. Um, that's what I was always told, that it was a car wreck, but of course, you know, I... 
I thought I was told. Uh, they had a house up on um, um, Beacon Hill. Uh, lived there real quiet. Didn't socialize with anybody. Um, but I remember, let's see, this was in 66. Yeah, I was about 40, 42 when, when they passed. Uh, it was a surprise because uh, they buried here because, you know, they never came to church. Um, I don't think we've already talked about that. Um, but uh, uh, somebody made arrangements with the, because we don't have a potter's field or anything like that, and no relatives ever came. Uh, we could, I don't think anyone could find any relatives. Uh, you say that you're, you're, you say you're their grandboy? Yes. Sorry, what? Yes. They had a son. Did their son, was their son not the one to make the arrangement? No, uh, the county did it. Uh, the, we don't have a you know a official part of steel around here. Town's too small, um, but uh, they uh, the county will uh, sometimes when somebody dies without arrangements, uh, they buy a small plot here for them. It's a simple service, I think. Um, is is their house still standing? Does anybody live in it now, or or anything? Uh, roll your wits plus empathy, both of you. Ah, fantastic. Oh, I'm gonna, can I use a willpower? Or not? You use a willpower before you roll. Did you yeah. roll badly? I got nothing. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use one before I roll. Three! Alright, um, uh, he practically takes a step back when you ask, is anybody living there? Um, no, I, I don't think, it, no, nobody's living there. It's it's run down, but it's still standing. Um, Can I do in some any kind of, like, check on why he's acted so weird when I asked that? I mean, he, but three suggestions, you can get it out, but he, he, he's kind of embarrassed to say it, but some, but, you know, when he was, uh, the kids all say it's haunted. Um... You know how kids are. Right, of course, of course. Yeah, and, they, they, and, you were, and you were certain he thinks it's haunted as well. Um, ah. Well, okay. Well, thank you so much, sir. You know, we've been wanting to learn more about them, and I think you were a big help. Wink, wink, nudge, no. nudge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think... Yeah, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, Dad, I think, you know, we had that errand to run. Probably go do that. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, oh okay. Uh, Raise an eyebrow. Yeah, when we get out of earshot, I want to be like, we've got to go to that house. Oh, okay. Did, you, I mean, did I miss something? I, I, I mean... Look, if they, they say it's haunted, which means nobody lives there, so we may be able to find some kind of on them. You know, it means nobody's been disturbing it since they died. Maybe it's ghosts. At this point, ghosts are probably real, too. <laughs> no, no, no. If anything's real, ghosts cannot be real. I can... No. But we should check it out. Um, but do we want to hit... Your your guy first and save the house till later or Yeah, what what time is it in the day? Like ten third no, two o'clock is what you said when we got to the city. Uh, it was two o'clock when you got there. It took you probably a while to find the grave and then talk to Grady, so yeah, it's around three, three thirty. Uh we should probably go meet my person first. Uh yeah. my contact before we go sneaking around an old abandoned house in the middle of the day. Definitely a good call. Yeah, because haunted houses are much better at night. Once again, ghost. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll head to my uh, my specialty person. Your special person? Yes, my special person, my special friend, my special acquaintance, and uh, go knock on his door. Or does he have a door? Does he have a house? Like where are we meeting this guy exactly? What were the sort of dead drop? 
You're, you're given an address um, and uh, directions. It's down uh, an old uh, gravel road uh, about two miles outside of Hadley. Um, All right. And uh, at, at the two-mile marker, uh, you see on your left, you were given instructions, uh, there's a, drive, a long driveway, uh, and um, uh, there's posts on either, you know, like those, those things that they have at the front of ranches, um, like two posts and then one across that they'll have like a logo or something on it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's basically like that. It's two uh, tall posts dug in the ground and then uh, a connecting bar at the top. Uh, and uh, there is an animal skull um, that has been mounted onto the center of that entry thing. Um, How right. tall me? Both, <coughs> both you roll your intelligence plus science, if you have it. I've actually seen scales. Well, no, I, I have science, but it's in biology. That, that is perfect. You get to add your biology bonus. Hell yeah. So wait, how do I... What do I roll? You, just, you get an extra die for it. Oh, okay. Um, so I've got two in intelligence, one in science, and then an extra one for biology. So I do not have science, so I get a negative... <laughs> I roll a negative one. I got one. <laughs> Brooke gets one success. I get um, nothing. I can't even roll. It's an animal skull, that's all you know. Uh, Brooke. Does that, uh, that count? Oh, sorry. You can keep going. Uh, you're pretty sure it's a wolf skull. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Dad. Oh, no. Hey, in fact, who's driving? Uh, I I'm, am. I so am. Far. Okay. Uh, stick, Look, you found uh, Grandpa. Roll for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, resolve plus composure minus four. Yes. Let me find my. Watch him still get five successes. <laughs> he really does, though. I can't get more than <laughs> one. Stick either gets a dramatic failure or four to five successes. He gets a dramatic failure. Resolve plus composure. No, we should have been digging graves by now. Yeah. The thing is, uh, what'd you, you say? Resolve plus composure minus four. Minus four. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna blow willpower. Uh, so glad you're not dry. One success. Oh, you are extremely uncomfortable at the thought. Going on that driveway. All right, let's go down this driveway with the weird wolf skull on it. You good, Charlie? I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. You say out loud that that's a wolf skull because he doesn't know. Oh yeah, um, Charlie. By the way, that's a wolf skull, but I'm sure really normal and not at all. Seems like a terrible idea in retrospect. This does. This definitely does. Um, but you've known this guy for a while, right? You totally trust him. I mean, I'm not one to admit that this is a terrible idea on a, you know, very often, but this might be a terrible idea. I mean, you know this guy's a strong turn of phrase. Right. Account acquaintances. We know him and we drove four hours to buy I mean, he's a friend of a friend. <laughs> Hmm. Do you think maybe you should not go in here? Do you think maybe he he knows about the supernatural world and he can somehow know who's a werewolf or not? Nah, he's probably just an old kook. Let's go. <laughs> All right, yeah, bet. Uh, we drive on in. You're very blasé, given how extremely uncomfortable you are to be here. That's an interesting acting choice. Um, <laughs> if y'all switch roles there for a second. All right, um... <laughs> So, uh, despite his misgivings, uh, y'all turn into the driveway, uh, and uh, it's it's a long driveway um, and a very bumpy driveway. Um, but you uh, actually have to go down this 
fairly deep hill, uh, and uh, it, it looped around on, uh, until it's, it stops at a wrought iron gate. It is about 10 feet tall. Uh, to your surprise, it appears to be um, uh, an electronic gate. Uh, and there is a uh, um, an intercom mounted onto it. Mm. There are also two more wolf skulls mounted onto each side of uh, the gate. Uh, All right. Well, now I'm getting a little bit concerned. Yeah, there's some wolf skulls there. Harley, uh, roll again. Uh, still minus four. Use <laughs> uh. another wolf power? Nope. So you will be rolling one die. Not a chance die. I get I get one normal die. Oh god. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be wonderful. Oh. Charlie, you are note to the note. I'm what? You are note to the note. This is a terrible idea. I immediately regret our decisions. <laughs> Uh, I guess Olivia's gonna roll down the window. Do we really okay. want this? Bro, right, you gonna uh, press the intercom? Yeah, yeah, I pressed it. Okay, it buzzes, and after about, long wait, about 20 seconds, you hear someone inside say, Who is it? Hi! Uh, Charlie, what's this dude's name? What is this dude's name? I forgot. Um... We know his screen name. <laughs> Royce Wilder. Okay, I'm gonna call over. Um, how well do I know this guy? Like, you've never met him, uh, or even communicated with him. Just, um, just one of the contacts. He, he's, uh, like, he, he's like he's a content of a content. You have someone you trust, and you reach out to him for ex exotic. Uh, uh, ammunition, and you hinted at silver bullets, and he said, "Go to this guy." Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call out over Olivia's, you know, across her, across the car. Hey, Royce, this is uh Charlie, uh, uh Fred, or whoever you know, whoever uh said we'd be uh stopping by today, pointing me in your direction for some uh uh unique. Did you, did you, con did you contact him before you came? I wasn't aware of that. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! I thought you did. Well, I did too. <laughs> if you did, that's fine. So I didn't remember you saying it. Yes, but, yes. Uh, we'll say I did because that seems like such an obvious thing to do. Otherwise, yeah, you, you, get you shot. don't want to surprise the survivalist. No, um, no, no. Oh God, no! All right then. Uh, roll for me then. Uh, your uh, manipulation plus presence. Um. Add your status conspiracy theorist. Oh, well, this is fantastic. Uh, While he's doing this, I'm probably uh, regretting the decision to come out here. Uh, and I'm probably shooting Oliver a text like, Oops, Dad and I came to North Carolina. And some sketchy stuff's going on with the wolf skull. It's going to suck when we go looking for you in North Carolina. Can I add my socialize? No, uh, you can do one or the other. And okay, that's the same. Better. Out of six, one success. Good. Yeah, um, he followed your blog enough to be interested in meeting you. Uh, and so he starts asking you several uh trivia questions about your own blog, um, which you answer uh, easily. Um, in fact, two of the questions are about things that are not in your blog that are actually trick questions. Uh, and then after about seven or eight of those, he says, all right, um, but uh, if you're packing, leave it in the vehicle. Mm. And then uh, the gates swing open. Alright. Oh yeah, but I don't know if you heard me, but I essentially texted Oliver that we made the bad decision to come to West 
Virginia. Now we're going to branch with and then we'll keep him up. Um, yeah, then we pull up. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we pull in. Uh, I guess park. Thank you for listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. We have posted episode discussions on the Reddit page at r slash Knoxville by Night pod, and you can chime in about the episodes there. We're still on Instagram and Twitter, where you can follow us along there for updates and other things that might pop up. You can message us at any of our social media accounts for requests, ideas, or any other ways to make this show a better one. Shout out to Costumes of Hannibal on Twitter and Pins and Needles on Instagram for reaching out and supporting the show. A link to our Patreon page will be in the description where you can find exclusive content like Olivia's Secret and character breakdowns going forward. Please leave a rating or review on wherever you listen to us, and as always, episodes will be released on Friday nights. Your players tonight have been Luke as Frank, Anthony as Oliver, Brooke as Olivia, Chrissy as Rivera, and Stick as Charlie. Storyteller is Alan, or the Sinister Man. The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again, and hope you all join us next session. What issues are you having, Luke? There's a squirrel in my... There's a squirrel in them? In my house. He came in... What? <laughs> he came in through the screen in the back door. But then when I surprised him, he dashed off into the room. I surprised him. He's somewhere. Just leaving That's it open so and you should make hoping friends with him. finds mm-hmm. his way back. Teach him D&D. Is he? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Mississippi. Well, I think last episode you made a joke about Charlie's grandparents getting killed by a squirrel, so... I thought I said the winter squirrel. Well, you did that one, too. The winter squirrel. All right, now are we ready to start? Yeah, let's go. Yes.